0: Welcome to the Trinity Force podcast. Our sponsor is Moxie and Zen. If you head over to moxieandzen.com/tforce and use the code force you can get 20% off of your order on premium, high-quality, and inexpensive boxers. They're made from bamboo to help wick away the sweat, which leaves you feeling fresh. Also, make sure to check out our Patreon, where we have a multitude of different perks. Anyone that signs up for the $5 tier will receive first dibs on any and all tournaments that we host. We'll send out an early access email so you can be at the front of the line to sign up and get onto the rift. The $10 tier will grant you access to special interviews or podcasts that we do. Additionally, $10 will grant you one replay review per month from the podcaster of your choice. Just download the replay file and send it to us via email or private Discord message. With the replay review, you'll get the insight and expertise that the podcasters bring, which will help you optimize each phase of the game. The $15 tier will unlock one live coaching session per month from the podcaster of your choice. Let us know who you'd like to talk to, and we'll set up a way for you to stream your game to them as a member of the podcast walks you through your game. And finally, the $50 tier we'll grant you a one-time guest spot on the podcast where you will be able to give your input on the show agenda and be live on the podcast with the rest of the Trinity Force crew. The money that we collect from Patreon not only helps keep the lights on, but helps to pay for better equipment and promotional materials. If you have any questions for the crew, shoot us an email at uh, questions at com. You can also head over to our website, www.trinityforcenetwork.com. There you can find a link for our Discord, old episodes, and other Trinity Forest Network podcasts. You can also visit our subreddit, r slash tforcenetwork, our Twitter, at tforcenetwork, our YouTube page, youtube.com slash c slash Podcast, or on Twitch at twitch.tv slash where we're regularly streaming tournaments, community game nights, other league games the podcasters are playing, and even other games occasionally. Finally, on Tuesday nights, make sure to join us in our Discord at 7.15pm Eastern Standard Time, where we will be playing and often streaming on Twitch, community game night for some fun pre-made games and in-house custom matches. Welcome to the Trinity Force Podcast. Yo, it's that Tri-Force cast beaming straight to your home. Grab a beer so we know Pony ain't drinking alone. Send an email, a quick tweet, just pick up the phone. Leave a message at the beep, if you're a creep, watch your tone. Discuss the meta game, patch notes, whatever helps your stats most. obi pone Kenobi is your last hope to snatch gold. So grab your headphones and join in the fun. We'll try enforcing some jokes and some cringeworthy puns. Yo, we can make it together, people the Trinity Force podcast These boys are second to none Well, that's the end of the intro It's time we be begun everyone and welcome to episode number 834 of the Trinity Forest Podcast. I'm your host, N.A. Eric, and tonight it is me and John. Colin's feeling a little under the weather. He's also having some rough weather, so um, weather's not good all the way around. But it's uh, two of us, we're doing, this is probably part one of patch 14.1 because it's huge and uh, we should not be able to get through everything today um so there'll be a part two uh, and hopefully colin's feeling better for that but um john how are you doing man
1: i'm doing great um busy with work as usual um yep playing a little league um actually yeah how many
0: games have you played on the new patch so far just one i have
1: played one game as of uh the podcast did you win i did uh played Rengar. 100% win rate yep, 100% in season win rate.
0: One, do Don't play another game all season. Yep,
1: exactly. But uh yeah, it was it was very interesting. Lots of lots of changes. I mean, it's just a refreshing to see a lot of changes. I always think it's exciting this time of year. Yeah. Um and this is a I mean, huge patch, so it was definitely like very um weird and a little foreign at first because I mean you're just so used to how it was having played so many games on the regular summer the old Summoners map so it was definitely exciting and kind of cool to just see the new changes and experience them but I definitely have a lot of testing and it sounds experimenting I want to do. It feels...
0: Yeah, this feels a lot like when you this was hap- this happened before you were playing the game, but they changed brushes, but didn't change the structure of the map, um, I don't know, several years ago. Uh, I think it was, I want to say like season seven or something like that, eight. And then that was two years after they changed the map as well from a lower res to higher res. Like go look at the old map um, or clips of the old map, folks. It's It didn't look great, but uh, it worked. Um yeah, but this feels a lot like that with some of the map changes and monster changes and everything like that. Void monsters, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But uh yeah. I haven't played any games yet on the patch. Um it came out today and I've been at work and then got off work and now we're recording, so haven't had a chance to do it. I might play a game or two tonight, we'll see. Um but yeah. Work's been good, just busy, and then um, we're recording a day earlier than we usually do because I am going to the Dominican Republic on Friday for uh, at a resort. My girlfriend are going, girlfriend and I are going. It should be a good time. I'm excited. Hopefully, the storm cell all across the East Coast doesn't fuck up our travel plans because we fly into North Carolina and then fly to the DR. So, um, yeah. So yeah, but uh. You know, I could go on about myself. Where in North forever. Carolina? Uh, Charlotte. Oh, I okay. Think is our connecting airport?
1: Yeah, I think it's Douglas, something Douglas Airport.
0: Yep. My middle name is Douglas, so it's my airport. Do you own that airport, Eric? I do. <laughs> I airport. I'm gonna walk in and just like throw my bag on the ground. If someone, or just throw it, if some attendant service person doesn't pick it up, I'll say, "This is my airport." You're supposed to be catering to me. i will be a total autocrat, and then they'll ask, "What the fuck am I talking about?" And I'm, I'll say, "I'm Douglas. My middle name is Douglas. I'm the host of the Training Force podcast. Come on."
1: Surely you know me.
0: Yeah. If they don't know me, then that's their fault. <laughs> Ignorance is no defense in the law, and this it applies here as well. But yeah. Okay. So let's get into the patch. Um, we're not gonna. We're not going to touch items at all today. So we're going to do those next week when Colin's feeling better and when I get back from vacation. Um, but there have been a fuckload of changes. There's a bunch of new items. So we'll do those next week, as I said. Um, very few champion changes, though. So we'll knock that category out real quick. So... um I can do Huey. Huey is getting a buff. He's getting three more base armor, and that's it. He's extremely extremely vulnerable to AD champions, and he's not strong early, so they're giving him a little more survivability against anyone in AD. And also, Hoey sometimes plays bot lane, and this is better. This will help him against ADCs. I think it's a fine change. People are still learning him. He's going to have a low win rate because he's complicated and new. So, yeah. I'm glad they're not doing crazy more buffs.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I think that's i don't really have too much to add to that i mean he's just he had really low base armor he had 18 before yeah. so
0: it's one of the lowest or maybe tied for the lowest in the game yeah okay and then uh the only other champion change are some Velka's e quality of life uh adjustments so the e that's been a problem spell for a while um so the projectile travel time used to be 0. 0.55 seconds. Now it is 0. 0.25 to 0. 0.055 based on travel distance. What that means is if you cast it at max range, it still takes half, basically half a second to go off. If you cast it on top of yourself or right next to you, then it'll go off in about half the time, which makes sense because it doesn't have to travel as far. That's what that is. Um and then uh, Vel'Kaz's E now creates its circular ability indicator 0.25 seconds after the ability is cast instead of immediately. So before, it would immediately show you and everyone else on the rift where the E was going to land, and it would get there in half a second. Now, it will show up after 0.25 seconds. Uh, so some, if it's at max range, they'll have a quarter of a second to respond to it. If it's less than max range, they'll have less and less time to actually respond to it. And if it's right on top of yourself and it happens to be 0.25 seconds to land, there won't be an indicator um, at all. It'll just land. These are nice changes. Uh, Hopefully they fixed some of the other stuff, like when you E at max range and flash the other direction, it'll fizzle. There's other weird stuff with Vel'Koz, but I like this a lot. if anyone doesn't know, this is one of the things that has been in, like a lot of the Riot Balance team have been made aware of some of the Vel'Koz issues more recently, so they've been cleaning this up. He got some bug fixes I think as well um, a couple of weeks ago, or a couple of patches ago. So, John do you ever play Vel'Koz or no?
1: No, only when I get m n a and a RAM. So Very rarely. The geometry man.
0: That's what yeah most people rarely play him at all. Um, he's kind of I wonder what is his play rate. What do you think his play rate is? I'm gonna guess like three percent. Let's go say like two and a half. So in support, which is his most popular role, it's one point eight percent. So we're both wrong. I'm the, okay, this is this current patch. Hold on. Uh, oh no, it's three, 13.24, So that's fine. Um, and in mid, which is his other position, uh 0.9% pick rate. He doesn't have other pick rates at all. Apparently 14 games of jungle velka's last patch.
1: Yeah, I just I think he's difficult.
0: He's very difficult. So, he's got he also he doesn't have any flashy stuff and he's older, so that means that he'll have less um less going on as well. You have to, it's completely cooldown reliant and you have to be able to predict generally what someone's going to do and whether to cancel your queue early or not. You have to understand how to position so you, in lanes you can hit your Qs on low minions to execute them for the mana restore because um, on it's only baked into his Q. Uh, you got to know how to time and position his E based on where champions will be in half a second or 0.25 seconds. And how to juggle his passive stacks on enemies to get max burst and max damage with the R. When to walk up and auto to keep the passive on as well. All that stuff. But I've been playing Vel'Koz for years. I love this champion. Vel'Koz things. Yep. I bet most people don't know that he has a mana refund on his Q. Did you know that, John? Didn't know. Yeah. it's. I think it's 20 yep. mana for every unit that gets killed by his Q. Yep. And, uh, I you could kill up to three and the ability always costs, I think it's 40 or 45. So if you hit two, it's mana neutral. If you kill three with it, then you get 20, you gain mana from the spell, which is pretty cool. Anyways, that's Vel'Koz. So those are the champion changes. Um, okay. Now we're going to go to some, uh, the juicy stuff. The map changes themselves. So, um, <clears throat> Void gameplay changes. So there was a huge dev blog released last year, which we didn't really touch much about. Um, they do have a link to it. If you want to go read it, you can find it. But basically, there's been significant changes to some monsters, which gives it's void gameplay changes. So I guess the first one, the most important one, are the Void Grubs, Void Mites, and the Hunger of the Void. So... Um, there's a new neutral objective. It's Void Grubs and Void Mites. These Void-born... I'm just going to read it. These Void-born are a new Horde objective that will be taking the place of First Herald. Um, so three Void Grubs spawn at five minutes into the game. So instead of waiting for er, eight minutes, was when Herald would activate, it now starts at five, which is the same time as First Dragon. Um... Each void... Well, it was before. It might, the dragon timer might have changed. Uh, each gr- void grub, when you kill it, spawns four... Or it's just every, it spawns four void mites every 12 seconds in combat. Void grubs can respawn once per game as each one has their own individual respawn timer of four minutes. So you can take one. You don't have to take all three. It's probably not possible to take all three early because there's a lot of DPS going on. I don't know how tanky or squishy they are. Um immediately by just watching the video or watching gameplay, but uh, yeah. Um, on death, void grubs give will give other nearby void grubs, 25% max health and 25% missing health shield that decays over 10 seconds. So when one of them falls, the other two get tankier. Killing one void grub grants the player and all allied teammates one stack of the void, of the hunger of the void buff, which causes your non-proc attacks, auto attacks. Um, to deal bonus true damage to structures over four seconds. So it applies a four-second dot to a structure. This damage will scale with the number of Void Grubs slain at a rate of four if you're melee, three if you're ranged, true damage every 0.5 seconds per stack. So multiply that value by eight, and that's how much you get over the duration for one auto. So melee, this will do 32 extra damage, and in range, it will be 24 extra damage per stack, of the void grubs and you can kill them two maybe three times you could get all of them if you're going to go hard on the void grubs but once your team hits five stacks of the buff you will spawn one void mite to help when attacking towers for a 15 it's got a 15 second cooldown at six stacks the amount of void mites is increased to two Void Mites, summoned by players, have the same stats as a melee minion, but with 40% less health and 50% more move speed. Void Grubs despawn at 1345 in-game time or 1355 if they're in combat to make way for Herald, which will spawn at 14 minutes, I presume. Maybe 15. Um, But we'll get to that. The first Void Grub taken per spawn group, which means the first group and then the second group. It's the spawn group of the different of the Void Mites themselves. The first void, group, void Grub taken per spawn group will count as an epic takedown reward towards, uh, for the first one you participate in killing. So for example, it says Cho'gath can get one epic monster stack from the first Void Grub he kills in the first spawn group, and one more if he kills a Void Grub spawn in the second group. The Void Grubs that spawn in five, at five minutes are the first spawn group, and once slain, the ones that replace them are the second spawn group. Um... Let's talk about the health that they have. The Void Grubs get started with 250 and get an additional 250 per minute of game time. They have 10 AD and that's a 2.5 per minute of game time growth. 0.5 attack speed, zero armor, zero MR movement speed of 350 attack range, 500 Uh, experience that they give is 75 plus 2% per level over four. Um, And that, Number four there is the level is calculated as the average level of champions in the game rounded up. Um, when you kill it, gold given on takedown is 20 gold to the killer and 10 gold per player, including the killer that participated in it. So you get 30 if you kill it and then your any teammates that happen to not get the last hit but participated get 10. Um, and then when you spawn the void, or when void mites are spawned by void grubs, Uh, They have 20 health plus 40 per minute of game time, so they are very squishy. Their AD is 6 plus 0.5 per minute of game time. Very low damage. Attack speed is 2, though, so they attack twice per second. Um, Zero armor, zero MR. They give zero experience. They give one gold to killer, and then they are melee range, so 125 attack range and movement speed of 420. Um, They are very weak the void mites the void grubs are a bit stronger um so that's the first major change of the map how did this impact your game john the one that you have played
1: so So the one game i have played i actually i gave up one i think void grub and then got first dragon for free and got a bot gank off
0: Um, Did you give up one grub or a a whole spawn group? So the first it was just one. Okay, it was
1: just one, and then um, I actually didn't get any of the grubs that game. Um, I was stacking dragons that game. I did get second herald (laughs) though, or just the hit. uh,
0: What jungler did? Yeah, what jungle did they play? Did you play against? I played against
1: Lee Sin. Okay. Um so yeah I'm have not experienced the void grubs void mites really yet.
0: Okay. How do you imagine this objective changes the game? Uh I, I mean I
1: like it cuz it's something uh different in terms of like I feel like with Harold it was more like instant the power of it I guess cuz I mean you would just yeah. get like I mean, You could just instantly get into the mid game pretty much with a herald. Um, yep. A good herald, but I don't know. Or you could have your
0: lane completely fucked. Yeah, exactly. By at by like a herald, nine minutes, yeah.
1: and like if they get and all whether, the puts, and that could
0: mean. And that goes both ways. You could be on the where you lose your turret, and the other person gets all of them. Or it could be that you're hard winning a matchup, but. Then your jungler breaks the turret with Harold when you don't want that. It could be yeah. like, both of those yeah. uh, are plausible scenarios when you want to keep the enemy locked in lane to deny them CS and XP and shit. So yeah, it's. I mean, I, I think... agree about with you about how this should impact the game though, and I like it a lot too because it it is more of a not imperceptible, but it's a it's a, gr- a more gradual. Uh, throughout yeah, the game, it's like the value consistent,
1: low power throughout the game. That's yep. yeah. I, I mean, I think it's a cool, interesting new addition, like neutral. I mean, I think a new neutral was something that they needed to just mess with. And I, I mean, I think this is just exciting. So I'm excited to try it.
0: And champions with AoE should do very well at taking the Void Grubs and Void Mites.
1: Yeah, I think so. I'm thinking.
0: Yeah, if you're single target only, um, it'll be a lot harder if you're playing like Warwick or, or something if you don't have TMs. Yeah,
1: or you can just build TMs and use the new active that's back.
0: Yes. So, yeah. But we shouldn't. Yeah, but we're not going into that yeah, one yet. But yeah, you can. Yeah. Um, but yeah,
1: very exciting.
0: Cool. Anything else I should mention with the Void Mites, Void Grubs, or should we move on to Harold? Let's
1: go to Harold.
0: Alright, I'm ready to read again. So, um, Rift Herald is being changed. It's called Revamped Rift Herald. Shelly actually looks a little darker. Um, is this one Shelly or is it Shirley? Because one of them is now gone. I don't know. Or is this new
1: Shelly? Shelly's kind of the makeover.
0: Maybe this is Sheldon. <laughs> uh okay so rift herald is a bit different um so if you or an allied teammate summon the rift herald one player either the user or a teammate can right click the herald in order to hop onto shelly so you get to ride it like a battle sled right clicking any direction while channeling onto herald will allow the player to pick where the herald will start charging while charging players can steer the rift herald while she charges forward similar to a scion ultimate is what they're comparing it to um, did you charge on Sheldon's back?
1: Actually, didn't. I should have though. I
0: I, mm. I should have.
1: Okay. I I didn't drop it very far. Gotcha. From the turret. I I think that was just out of habit, honestly. More than Got anything.
0: It. Yeah. So Rift Herald re- receives one use of an ability called Charge when summoned, which is consumed as soon as the player hops onto Herald. Or when Harold automatically charges a tower unpiloted, in the event a nearby enemy tower or inhibitor is destroyed, Harold will receive an additional charge, and this charge and cooldown is displayed on Rift Harold's health bar. Um, the charge la- for when you're charging it lasts for up to fourteen seconds, starting at hundred move speed and ramping up to six hundred move speed over five seconds. This is increased by seventy-five percent the move speed is when charging towards an enemy tower. The charge will end upon collision with a structure or terrain. So if you suck at steering, you're going to steer this into terrain and you'll lose the charge. Um, And it reduces Harold's health by 66% and ejecting the player 200 plus 75% of the player's attack range units in the opposite direction of the charge. So she slams into something and you go flying the other way. In the event Harold's charge hits a live tower, the ejection distance is increased to 700 plus 75% of the unit's attack range. So you go flying real far if you hit a live tower with the charge. Um, If a player steers Rift Herald through enemies, including champions, the enemy will receive 250 true damage and be knocked airborne. It seems like if you hit a champion, you'll just keep going for the full duration, though. If a player steers the Rift Herald into an enemy structure, a bonus 2,000 plus 0 to 750 based on average champion level, damage will be dealt to the structure. Five uh, or uh, five plus the number of hunger void stacks of the user, void mites, will be spawned to attack the tower, and the player will gain a temporary shield. So now, if you're going to drop it onto a turret, you really want to try and hop on Shelly slash Sheldon slash... Yeah, Shelly to... Uh, to actually hit the turret because of all those bonuses I just read at the end there. Um, yeah, I wonder how big the so John, shield you, is. You really missed out.
1: I know, I'm sad.
0: Yeah, it doesn't say, I don't think, the shield. Um, it doesn't say in the notes here, I don't think. So we don't get to know how big the shield is, but um, I bet that the wiki has it. So I'll try and find it. Um, Rift Herald now has Baron's Gaze which reduces damage taken from the last enemy attacked by 50% so when it autos an enemy if that enemy attacks it it'll do 50% less damage Um, Empowered Recall the holder of Shelly gains Empowered Recall until the eye is used slash expires that's what it was before now all allied champions who assisted in killing Herald gain a single completed use of Empowered Recall so every cool. if you if all 5 players assist then they all get one fast recall which is very good
1: yeah, that that's like i think that's really cool actually
0: yeah i didn't know about that change before reading this right i think now. that's I even like that. that's an incentive to
1: help your jungler do the the retail now
0: yeah i mean if you're nearby in top lane and you just walk over auto it once walk away you get the recall Um, Okay, sharing gold is caring. So Rift Herald grants any gold it gains from turrets, plates, to the player that that summoned the item. Um, Now, Rift Herald grants any gold it gains to all champions who assisted in killing the Herald. So if it kills a minion for 11 gold, is how I'm reading this, everybody who assisted in it gets 11 gold, not just the person who summoned it. That's big. Drop it in a lane near a big wave and then everybody gets a shitload of gold
1: yeah that's pretty cool
0: yeah um and then autocast upon expiring the eye of the herald will autocast with no channel time and summon rift herald in the event your champion is currently dead the herald will spawn and your team's is found okay so you cannot lose H- herald if you're if it was going to expire before now it will just automatically spawn that's so cool
1: yeah that is really nice oh my gosh Cause you would do so avoid punishing if before. you had like ten, fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. that's so bad. That so bad. That felt so bad when that happened. Yep.
0: Oh my god, that's so cool.
1: I I really like these changes.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, and then here are the note, the stats. Actually, all stats are unchanged. So I'm not gonna read them. Um, there are no changes to the stats for Harold. These are great. These Harold changes.
1: I think they're really cool. Okay. Um, I think,
0: yeah. I don't really...
1: Anything else to add with no, that? No, I don't have more to add on that. Um, yeah. We can get into the Voidborn Sentinel.
0: Yeah, do you want to take the uh, the Voidborn Sentinel, Brambleback, and Scuttler? Yeah,
1: sure. So, um, the buffs, the Scuttler, are getting a uh, makeover once Baron um, gets onto the Rift at 20 minutes. So... <laughs> um they kind of have a void look to them um and they have 30 percent more health um but now when you slay those either the blue or red um they'll grant the buffs to the entire team that takes them down excluding any allies that were dead
0: excluding any allies that are dead yep And then,
1: so also a little bit of um, changes to the respective buffs. Um, So the blue buff before it had 5 scaling to 20 haste. Now it's just flat 10 haste. And then the red buff um, health regen was 0.5 to 5% max health regen. Before now it's zero uh, point five scaling to three percent um and they kind of sp- changed the level difference it was for different it was one level one four six and eleven now it's one four six where you get those um and then when the buffs become void born so when you have the void buffs they no longer transfer to opponents upon the owner's death um. And I, basically, in an effort to prevent, uh, like, they say, a giant mess with everyone having buffs all the time. So I think that's a good way to. It's like an interesting change without making that too op. I guess is the idea.
0: Yeah, well, that's also good because you're not giving the enemy any charges of the or any. Um, you're not giving them anything, so that's a fantastic change. No more buff transfer. Complete with the uh, voidborn buffs. Yep.
1: Change overall. I mean, it's it's nice. I think it's interesting.
0: Yep, I I agree. Blue and red are these are solid uh, nerfs where they are, and uh, it's all good. I think this is great. For sure. Um, and then
1: I guess there's some other, um, changes. So as far as like non-void related updates for the blue and red, so it's the draconic blue and red, um, and these versions will appear once the elemental rift is locked in as the second drake is slain. Um, so unlike the Voidborn buffs, though, no respawn is required for the buff to become draconic. Um, and then upon death, the draconic red and blue will give the champion that slayed them a version of their respective buff and drop a duplicate of their buff at their original spawn location and so only one buff will be shareable with allies while the other must be claimed by an allied champion with a jungle item in their inventory. So that's the same as it is now, like whenever you kill it and you finish your jungle item. And then starting at 20 minutes, once slain, the draconic red and blue will respawn as the void buffs. And then the blue and red sharing mechanics are no longer tied to a jungle item progression. And then, similarly, after 20 minutes, the Rift Scuttler, um, is getting a little changed too. there's a Void Scuttle, void born Scuttler now, and when slain, it will, uh, send out a massive Scryer Bloom effect, revealing all champions and wards in a large surrounding area, and then, similar to Scryer's, all wards revealed, this way it will be reduced to 1 HP. Um... I mean, I think all these are super cool changes, like, interesting. I like that there's cosmetic changes to the different neutrals as well.
0: Yeah, I think this is all great. Um, Is it weird that the first thing I thought of when you were reading through the Rift Scuttle thing was that Syndra and anyone that can move a neutral monster can be... Fantastic now because they can take that and throw that into a quadrant of the jungle and you reveal everything in that quadrant.
1: Oh yeah, that is pretty sick, honestly.
0: That was the that was the first thing I thought, which is such a niche case, but like Blitzcrank can move them, Um, Vi can move monsters a little bit, Graves a little bit, yeah, yeah. There's a yeah, champions with pull, yeah, Graves. Well, uh, the thing is, like, I don't think Graves could move it enough where it would matter. I mean, Vi couldn't either, just because. When it gets outside of the range, it'll dash back. So you have to take it with Blitz or with Syndra or something. But yeah. Yeah, I think these are great though. I uh, love all these changes and I like the way that they look too. One thing I do wonder is, so how does, do you know how it works? Like, uh, so I am, I know that I can tell that if red and blue are dead, and it hits 20 minutes, Baron spawns. The next version of them that will spawn, whenever it was due to spawn, will be a void. Let's say that yeah. Blue or Red is alive and you know, 19 minutes ends, it goes into 20 minutes. Do they change or does it change after you kill it for the next, uh, next round of it? Do you know?
1: So the wording here is saying once Baron emerges at 20 minutes, the next time Blue or Red respawns, they will rise again. So I think it doesn't respawn. Like it stays. You have to kill it first. But next time. Okay. It and then responds, wait the next five minutes. That would be my guess, yeah. yeah. From the wording.
0: Yeah. That's how I'm reading it, too. I was just making sure that I wasn't alone in that. Okay. Yeah.
1: I, I, I really like the Rift Scuttle.
0: Looks. Rift Scuttle's I think cool. that's It vision. looks so cool. Yeah.
1: It looks good. And the vision, the amount of vision it gives you It looks insane. like a Ramus skin. It does. It does look cool. I like his <laughs> little, like the little uh, gold. Uh, what? What even are those antenna-like things?
0: The antenna, yeah. Yep. Um. By the way, Ramus, I think has, the, has gone the longest without a skin. His last skin was in July of twenty-one. Ada, He's all out. He's in the thousand-day club. KDA all out Ramus. KDA all out. <laughs> uh, I think uh definitely not Ramus would be good and then he dresses as a rift scuttle. That'd be awesome. Maybe he's already a little too close to that. Or Do a Poro. Wild, yeah. wild. Snail Ramus. Oh, he's a snake. Sakura blue. I think that'd be cool. Ramus <laughs> with a mustache. <laughs> And then he'd say, uh, he'd say like the French word for okay. And he'd go, d'accord Yes. Or something like that.
1: I love that that's his thing is he just, whenever you were talking about the lore last episode, where yeah. he just like rolls into town, okay.
0: Yep. Rolls Once lore, a, Yeah, that's just his are... annual thing, yeah. All right, so uh, next map change that we have, because there's still a lot more, are uh, Baron, so I'll read through this then. So, um, Baron has gotten a little stale with everyone optimizing how to take Baron. So they're going to change it, especially because, I don't know, Baron is Baron has lost a lot of uh, their, their strength and their fear. So now... Um, Basically, we have three versions of Baron, as opposed to one. So, uh, there is the All-Seeing Baron, which has a big void eye on the front of it. There is the Hunting Baron, which has a big horn on the front of it, where the eye would be. And then there's Territorial Baron, which doesn't have either of those. So that's how you're able to tell them apart. They look a little bit different in-game as well. The models are slightly different, but also the map around it is different. So... Um, Hunting Baron. Oh, I guess I started with All-Seeing Baron. Baron summons rifts towards the two furthest enemies he can see within 2200 units. These last for three seconds and deal 150 magic damage on the first hit and 50 damage for every subsequent hit. So imagine, I'm thinking an Aurelian Soul style E that gets spawned for three, uh, three seconds. Um, then there is Hunting Baron which calls a pillar of lightning over every nearby enemy. And after 0.7 seconds, they begin to strike, delayed by 0.1 second per strike. They deal 15% of the target's current health. Holy. Um, It doesn't say how long this lightning goes on for. Ouch. Um, Yeah, that's huge. 15% target's current health. It doesn't say if it's true, physical, or magic as well, so I don't know. I doubt it's true, though. But that hurts. Um, And then Territorial Baron. So Baron reaches out. After 1.5 seconds, he grabs all enemies in a cone, pulling them 300 units towards him and dealing 75 magic damage to them. Um, And, John, you said this is the one that you played against, right? Territorial Baron?
1: I had Territorial Baron. We melted it, though. What was
0: it like? Um...
1: I mean, this one didn't seem like it was that bad. Like, it does almost no damage. Uh,
0: How often did it pull you guys in? Um, or was it once? I think it was only like once. It, I
1: mean, we melted it. Because it, at that point in the game, too, we were super ahead. So they didn't even try to contest okay. it. So that was I could see where this would be an issue if it pulls you in while the enemy team is all rolling up and trying to contest it. Could get dicey. Yeah. But, uh, it definitely, could. yeah. I'm excited to get the, uh, all seeing. I think that it that sounds like a really cool one.
0: It does. I think hunting is going to be the strongest, though.
1: Yeah, hunting sounds like it's going to hurt. It is going to yeah. hurt. 15% is a oh, lot. Uh, yeah. would be interested to know how that damage is calculated in terms of, like, like you were saying, whether it's physical, magic, like, what, how does that work? True.
0: Does it deal physical post, um, you know, after, yeah, pre- is it pre-mitigated or does it avoid all the additional stats changes? Like, there's a whole lot of stuff about what could affect it. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. Uh, okay, so then the stats for Baron. So, Baron's stats are a bit different. Um, it now has 11,400 health plus 180 per minute from the game's start. I think this is tankier. Um Attack damage is 350, plus 10 per minute from spawn. Note the AD caps at 520. Well, that's good. I I feel like uh, 530 was a little excessive. Um, Attack speed, 0.625. Armor, 120. MR, 70. Attack range, 955. So this feels a lot further than before, but maybe not. Um, It has move speed of 300, even though it's a stationary thing. They just put that in there for a laugh. Uh, The experience, it gives 600 to all contributors plus 800 distributed among nearby allied teammates. So if you don't end up capturing it, someone steals it, you get uh, 600. You don't get 800. uh, You don't get that bonus 800 that's split between yourself and the teammates that did it. Um, I don't know if you used to get uh, experience if you did damage to it and didn't take it. I'm not sure. Um, do you know about that one?
1: I am not sure, but I doubt it.
0: I doubt it as well. So I think this Baron is tankier. Uh, let me see, Baron Nash or wiki. Um, I like the visual so update the wi- to
1: Baron overall, though, too, and the three different ones. I think thing Baron definitely was in need of a visual overhaul and something to make it more exciting and. I think they did a great, great job of that.
0: So some of these stats aren't changed. Um the base health is the same. It was uh it got actually got buffed to 11,400 from 9,000 on patch 13.2 or 13.20, so a few patches ago. Um and then in season 12 it got its current AD values uh Then it's had some other stuff that have been changed. um, Because the last changes then reach back pretty far into Season 9 and 8 and stuff, so I'm not even going to go there. But uh, it has a lot of the same stats, I think, then. Um, Okay, so the map itself has also been changed around Baron. The Baron terrain variation. So I'm putting the pictures up on stream so people can see, but uh, basically Hunting Baron Pit is the same. Um, it might be a little smaller on the inside. It looks, but like it, vi- there's changes to how the actual physical walls look. But it is uh, the the inside of the pit itself is the same. Um, it's the base Baron Pit. They say that in uh, they say that in the blurb about it. It's the base Baron Pit. So no changes to the actual map for Hunting Baron. However territorial baron now is shaped similar to um mountain dragon dragon rift but just with baron so it's not a circle with one entrance and exit anymore there's an intermediary wall where the entrance exit would have been but the rest of those walls next to it have been collapsed um and this is territorial baron pit uh They say it's easier to disengage from enemies in this variation, but flanks are also faster. Um, And this is in those two gaps where you walk up to him, I imagine that's where those rifts spawn. And then All-Seeing Baron is the most different one. So there's now three entrances to it. It's one that was the normal entrance directly in front. Then one of the walls to the northwest has been collapsed partly and you can walk in from near top lane and then there's a long wall um that's in the middle of the river basically that extends um into partial parcel of the river and uh it's just a bit different uh, it's a lot different actually um it looks really cool i'm excited to play on that one so you got territorial um How did the... Did you really... I mean, I guess you were super far ahead at that point, but did you notice anything with the Baron pit change?
1: Yeah, definitely the... I knew that the terrain made it obvious which one it was, and, I mean, the attack pattern was pretty cool. But at that point in the game, we were super far ahead, and we were just, like, melt... We were all on Baron, and then we melted it. Um, We had a super-fed Yone. I was a fed Rengar. We had an Ash. Um, so, okay, so you had a lot of DPS. Yeah, then. we had yeah. a ton of DPS, and our young was just insanely fat. He was doing so much damage, so we we killed that thing and like, melted the damn yeah. thing. Yeah, uh, but I'm really excited for the all seeing one. I think that one's has really unique, um, definitely the most different from what we're used to. Um,
0: yeah, I think these maps are I, I like all seeing as well as a scion player that I can drift through Baron to get away from stuff or engage to stuff. Dude, that's now. so
1: funny. You can just drift right through right through Baron.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah.
1: That long strip Or a
0: new new snowball right into Yeah,
1: true. I like the uh, like that long strip of uh terrain. I think is very interesting. As far as uh, and it's
0: far enough where you wouldn't be able to see if you're on one side like at the you know the edge of it, you won't be able to see an enemy on the other side edge of it. It's a far enough vision cone, so it creates i bet that's why they designed it that long, yeah,
1: it creates interesting fog of war uh like interaction, yep, so I think that's that's always as cool. a Zoe player, I'm gonna love this, yeah, I think this is super cool, so I'm really excited to get that one for sure. But I like that they, uh, even though the Hunting Baron is basically just what we know of as Baron Pit previously. like It looks fucking it cool with the look cosmetics, sick. though. Yeah, it looks sick. I like the changes to it. So I think yeah. they did a great job with that.
0: Agreed. So there's also some non-Baron Pit-related terrain changes across the map. Um, just go look at pictures of them or get in-game. It's really hard to talk through it all. Basically there have been some wall changes to make the lanes more even is what they were going for from blue to red side and to make it easier to gank mid as well. Um, There are now uh, pixel brushes have been moved to the uh, they've been moved entirely Um, top and bot don't have the side brush uh, in the river, it's now in the middle between what used to be tribe brush and the other one. It's now in the middle of there. It's a pixel up there, um, mid the walls. There, the walls going. Uh, there's basically, or basically there's a path from the left or the right to go in and gank someone more easily. The walls have been broken down because it used to be a lot harder to gank. Them, if you weren't on the side of the raptor pit um, going over the wall. Now it's not as much. This opens up a lot of interesting paths for Kane to do stuff. And then bot is a mirror image of top, basically. Um, it's a smaller set of changes than top lane is, but it still has some. Uh, there's some changes in brush locations in the jungle as well, and some of the angles of them It's generally pretty similar, but it has been changed. Um, And then one notable change for infernal terrain changes, infernal drakes. So infernal rift will no longer destroy any walls on the rift. Um, Oh, that was removed. So it will still. Uh, Sorry. So... Infernal Cinders spawn randomly in the map, on the map in small groups with a higher likelihood of spawning towards the losing team. Picking up a naturally spawned Infernal Cinder grants a small burst of movement speed and grants an Infernal Cinder stack. Uh, infernal Cinders grant 0.3 ability haste per stack. Upon death, up to 5 Cinders can be maintained, with some of the remainder being dropped on the ground and the rest being destroyed. Cinders drop from player deaths do not grant the burst of movement speed upon pickup, but you can get the stats from them. Um, that's the only other rift change there. Uh what soul did you have in that one game you played?
1: Um, I think we had Chemtech soul. It wasn't
0: infernal, I guess is the point. Yep, it
1: was it was uh Chemtech.
0: Okay. So what did you, what do you think about these infernal Changes then, and then we can talk about the map changes at large.
1: Uh, I think it's interesting. I mean, I think that Infernal, like this, just makes I think Infernal map more interesting. Before, because like before, I don't know, it was kind of a little boring. It just like took away. Terrain. It also fucked some champions yeah.
0: because of needing brushes. Yeah, I mean, which it still does, but
1: yeah. I so. I mean, I guess as far as Rengar is concerned, I've heard that argument. I've also heard the opposite argument of, like, yeah, it sucks there's no brush there, but by the time that happens, you have six anyway, and there's less actual uh, like, terrain you have to cover to get to that area. So it is easier to access, but yeah. So I've heard both arguments for it. This is just an exciting mechanic, and also, like, something to prevent, uh, like, it, it's another thing you have to think about as far as, like, you don't want to die with a bunch of these stacked up and just give them to, like, a cane, <laughs> a fed cane or something like that, yeah. or a talon, you know what I mean?
0: Something that can really use ability haste well, yeah.
1: Rengar, like, you know, like, imagine Rengar gets, Doesn't it- like,
0: it also doesn't sound like this has a maximum uh, that you can have either. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't mention that at all. But,
0: yeah, I think... Imagine th- Jack's picking these things yeah, up. Yeah, and-
1: that could be gross. I mean, I think that uh, definitely more interesting gameplay mechanic for Infernal as opposed to what it was before.
0: Yeah, I-, I would like this to see is both a- something
1: like this for, like, every drag would be cool. That would be cool. Eventually.
0: Yeah, give a different stat, the cinders, different yeah. stat every time. Yeah, yeah,
1: But I think this is a good way to introduce this mechanic in a not...
0: Yeah, in a and way. then they test if it works or not and if people like it. And then if they do like it, they expand it to all six dragons. If they don't like it, they remove it. Exactly.
1: I think this is a great way to kind of just try this and experiment out with this kind of change in the in the game.
0: Yeah. So as far as the normal map changes when we went through the jungle the bot mid top what were your overall impressions of the map
1: it definitely looks like it feels weird i guess at first um i think for laner like top it's top and bot having that like solo pixel and river is super nice um
0: because now you just ward that yeah, if you're red side.
1: exactly. And um, I think laners in general, especially mid lane, are a little safer. To, but it just really depends on who you're playing against. Like for Kane, I mean, it, like you were saying, I think it opens up some interesting gank um, angle, angles and for other characters as well. I mean...
0: These open up interesting vision cones. All of this does for fiddlesticks. People are going to get murdered by not knowing the vision cones for all these yeah, new walls. Yeah, true. Um, Yeah,
1: mid lane definitely looks and feels a lot different. Like, the brush... The length of the brush seems... I don't know if this is just...
0: It looks like it's larger. It's, they move the walls away from each other, bigger. I think. Yeah.
1: yeah, it looks way longer. Um, and... I think, like, I just like all the brush placements, honestly. Like, it was super easy as Ringar experiencing it the first time. Like, it felt easier, honestly, than before. Um, cause before, you would really have to be able to do the max range jump to get to some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, for example, in the old one, if you were, um, red side, and you were on your blue buff before, you could, sure. and there was like a scryers there, you could jump from the bush by blue buff to scryers. Oh, um, didn't know that. That's like max range. Um, but Got it. Uh, yeah, you, I don't know. I, I feel like I was never stressed to do a max range jump. I felt easy to get Um, use the bushes and whatnot I felt way less inhibited like also the other really nice thing is you can use the bush um, like getting an outside um, stack like a bush stack for blue buff is way easier from the outside now so like for example like before you just sit like if it's your buff you're just sitting in that bush getting the stack for free but before it was like insanely hard to go from the bush that's like behind where old pixel brush was you know but like yeah. the kind of longer one to hit throw a bowl yep. and go from that one was so hard Uh, and now you just don't really even have to worry about that like there's a bush that's relatively close that gives you yeah. access Are to there- it from another angle
0: can you still access, uh, can you still hit, you know, uh, Harold or Baron and Dragon from throwing a bola and then jumping from that bush behind the wall? Or,
1: wait, okay. I, I didn't try, um...
0: It might be worth a practice yeah. too, since they moved stuff.
1: Yeah, I haven't tried that. I haven't thought about that. Because
0: I know that's one of the things that I had no idea about Rengar and then Utah yeah about, is that you can hop that wall if you have vision. Yeah,
1: I haven't, uh, I didn't do that, that game. Um... I'll have to try that, though. I wonder if you can do it on the Void Grubs.
0: I bet they'll That'd move be nice. to you, because they run.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: It also depends on... I don't know the exa- like the pixels of where they spawn on the actual yeah. rift itself.
1: But, um, yeah, that's a good question. I want to experiment with that now. I also want to try the... Like, Bruiser that Experiment with that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Overall. All right. So
0: that's all the map really changes cool. then. Um, yeah. I'll just keep moving. Sorry. Well, it's, that's all the map changes. So we're still not touching items. Uh, I don't think that we can and realistically cover it all and give it the give it what it's due. So we'll do that next time. Um, but there are a few other things that we can talk about. First one, or one of them, being jungle damage adjustments. So champion bonus damage to non-epic monsters. Uh, was forty two percent. Now it's twenty five percent. This is if you have the uh, the jungle item. Um, the pet damage per second. Uh, it's changed a lot of it. So it was fifteen point five the base. Now the base is twenty to ninety based on level. Um, before it would you'd get plus twenty percent for your bonus MR. Now it's plus 10% bonus. uh, Oh, the the MR, sorry. The MR is the same. The armor is the same, plus 20%. Um, Plus 3% bonus health is the same. Uh, 12% AP is the same and 10% bonus AD is the same. So it's actually, sorry about all of that. It's just the base damage changing. So it was 15.5. Now it's 20 to 90. And then pet damage per second cap versus X epic monsters is new. Um, it's 16 to 40. So now the pet damage will do significantly less against, uh, epic monsters. If you're really late game or so, or if you have really high numbers of these stats here. Um, did you feel like the jungle pet was doing more early?
1: Uh, yeah. I Clearing felt pretty easy. Um okay. I don't, I'm trying to remember. I don't think I even did. I didn't even do a full clear that game. Oh, wait, yeah, I did. Sure. I actually think I did. And then. I think I full cleared and then ganked. And then based. But it didn't feel uh, didn't feel too much different. But I wasn't paying, I guess, too much attention. Like I, I just need to try doing some full clears as well, and just see how it feels. Um,
0: yeah, go on, hop in practice tool with a champion and run through yeah, several iterations. It's
1: hard to get a read on the damage adjustments from one game, but yeah, it didn't feel like too, too different to me. I will sure. say the... It felt like I was deleting camps uh, way sooner. Um, okay. That could have been, like, placebo, though, because I was pretty fed. So I had a bunch of items.
0: Yeah, they didn't change any jungle stats of other monsters, I don't think. so. Um. Yeah, it felt
1: like I was just deleting camps, though. Like, with two items. Yeah. But even with one item...
0: I didn't even build
1: the... So, apparently, you're supposed to go the Cyclosword into Profane Hydra into Opportunity as the Rengar build, and I actually went Opportunity sure. first, but...
0: Oh, you missed an Opportunity. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. <laughs> I missed a
1: big Opportunity on that one, but... Um, yeah, we'll we'll get more into that, though, but the items were really fun.
0: Yeah, I don't know any of the items that you said. Yeah, so they were super fun to
1: use so I'm excited to talk about that, but yeah, I'll have to play more games to get a good read on the how the damage adjustments feel and then with different champions and whatnot.
0: Yep. So... Um, okay well while we still have up to half an hour or so that we've allotted for this let's go through a few more things we have a rune change so um, perfect timing which was the free stopwatch after I think it was 12 minutes and then it would go down every like it would go down by 30 seconds every uh, takedown you had so um, that has been replaced completely and it's replaced by something called triple tonic so at level 3 you gain an elixir of avarice um, which is a fancy word for greed uh, elix- the, what it does is it's uh, consumable and on use you gain 5 true damage on hit against minions for 60 seconds and at the end of this effect you gain 40 gold, just a flat 40, you get this at level 3, and then at level 6 you get uh, something called an elixir of force and on use you gain 20 adaptive force for 60 seconds so you want to pop this before you go in on a fight Um, and then at level nine, you gain an elixir of skill, which on use gives you a skill point. And it says, note, this does not grant a level or modify the rules around adding skill points into abilities, meaning you can't get 19, uh, skill levels for at once you're level 18 with this, you'll just no longer level up a skill when you change from 17 to 18, is how I imagine it works. Um, so this is very gold and specific. Fighting timer, and then you know it's mini- it's the the teal tree or the inspiration tree. It's all about magic and manipulation of the economy and leveling. Um, you had a lot of thoughts on this, which I didn't respond to initially because I wanted to save them more for this. But um, yeah, what were you thinking when stuff. you saw this rune?
1: I mean, it just looks my thoughts like so. I think that I like personally that perfect timing. Rune got taken out first off. Um, I think this is like just like comes out of nowhere, kind of for me, but I like it. I think it's interesting. Yep. Um, it's got a lot. I like that it changes effects based on levels and it's kind of like uh, scaled up um, effects. I mean, 20 adaptive force at level 6 sounds pretty insane on top of getting access to your ultimate.
0: Well, it'll be insane. This will be way better, that one will be, for AD champions than AP champions. Because 20 AP with the AP ratios that are in the world doesn't do that much. Yeah. But 20 AD definitely does. Oh,
1: yeah. For sure. And then, I mean, getting an extra skill point for free sounds pretty insane at level 9.
0: Yeah. Um Combine this with Roa, and yeah, you exactly. get. By so the time you year. would be level seven, level sixteen, you have all your points.
1: Yeah, I think that's pretty insane. So I think that they'll be. Um, I'm just excited to try the rune. Like, it just looks interesting. Like, I, I'm, I'm glad they're adding stuff like this. I just think this is like an interesting new rune. Like, I think runes. Um, were a bit stale, I guess, in my opinion.
0: They still are. They need major, significant yeah. uh, changes. So I think
1: this is just kind of a something fun, something new and exciting. Um, so I
0: wonder when someone would take this over uh, boots or something else. No, well, I guess okay. Blindness if you're playing it, Cassiopeia, I wonder you could obviously you could get this because you can't buy the you can't take the magical footwear and it's in it's in the second line so it's hex flash or magical footwear or this
1: okay i wonder if the true damage
0: I at level 3
1: so. works against mo- like jungle monster camps or is it just minions
0: minions it says yeah. okay yeah it's in the third row so it's magical footwear or hex flash and then you can still take cosmic insight time warp tonic um maybe time warp tonic will be included to work will be adjusted to work with uh this um with the new triple tonic that means right now time warp, warp tonics time warp tonics wording right now is consuming a potion or biscuit and i don't think these they might count as potions they may or may not it has effects on that um tonic yes, or potion yes you could maybe <laughs> I also how much one I wonder how much you can sell these for. So like if you don't give a shit about if you could sell the elixir of force and not use it. That one's the most you want to you could sell it. The other ones you definitely want to use but that one's the least powerful I think.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like it really depends on the character too. If you have an insane ultimate where you can all in them at level 6 and then you know, get this also I feel like that could be pretty good. Like, I don't know. I mean, does uh, Talon takes first strike sometimes, right? Electrocute or first strike.
0: Yeah, he does, yeah.
1: So, when I mean, this, is, I think this could be used on Talon.
0: It's better generally. Yeah, I think so because especially, let's say you're not in a lane where you, you're going to get pushed in a lot more. Um, if you're pushed in a lot more, you could take magical footwear because you're not going to be roaming that much. You're not going to get boots. But if you're in a lane where you want boots early, it could definitely be better to just get this and then change to the uh, triple tonic. But Talon's a good call out. I'm trying to think of others that use this tree and use it well, where you would want magical yeah. footwear over perfect timing. It'd be a laner. It's mages. It's mages, really.
1: Yeah, maybe. Uh... I mean, you were talking about like Roa in combination with this. I mean, Victor maybe. Um,
0: yeah, because there are mages that don't want Aznyas, but there are mages that do. This would be great for first strike Silas. I think. I can see that. This new one. But yeah. I think uh, I don't know. Like, if I'm playing Velkaz, I I've kind of started to like. Uh, I saw. I found. I saw someone talking about ghost Flash Velkaz and I really like it. So that um, LeBlanc doesn't care about boots that much, really. And when she gets six, that kill pressure is nasty. Zed. Is he Zed. Yeah, because like, Zed help, takes first strike waves, a lot of the time
1: too, At the beginning, like
0: yeah, three, w- on. which is his worst time.
1: Yeah. So.
0: Um.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of glad that like this seemed like something that no one really saw coming. But
0: I don't think they announced it at all. Yeah, I think that
1: I like that they did are doing stuff like that still.
0: Yep. So that's the uh, the new rune. There are some tower adjustments. Um, Inner tower health has been changed from 3,600 to 4,000. Inhibitor tower health has been changed from 3,300 to 3,500. Nexus tower health has been changed from 2,700 to 3,000. Outer towers have not been changed, it looks like. Backdoor bonus. Now it reduces true damage to towers rather than nullifying it entirely. Wow, so it used to stop all true damage. When would someone do true damage to a a tower?
1: Uh, Other
0: than Shelly. Demolish, right? Demolish is physical.
1: Oh. Uh, I'm
0: pretty pretty sure. Uh, Demolish is physical, bonus physical damage. Yep. I feel
1: like there's got to be someone.
0: Ziggs? Yeah, I guess so. No, he just changes it, I think, entirely. Like, he just... Del- it actually just destroys it. Uh, he
1: changes it to not exist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let me
0: see. How does his W worded? it? Um, it executes which is dealing true damage equal to the ta- 100% of the target's current health through raw damage and ignoring all mitigations.
1: That raw um, damage.
0: So I think maybe backdoor bonus used to stop Ziggs' W from working, and um, it now won't. That's the only thing I can think of for true damage on a tower. Oh, the Void Grubs do true damage to tower. And the, now, void, the buff you get yeah, from now. them. Yeah, so there we go. Okay. Um, um, and then the last one was the backdoor damage reduction amount was 66.666%. Now it's 80%. So backdooring without any minions nearby is going to be so hard to take towers. The to change. I love it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think this is. Um, I mean, there are definitely some teams, like with the void grubs in the game. Um, there's just like a lot of tower damage now, so.
0: Yeah, so making, making a them all, tank, all tankier yeah, is great. To
1: compensate for that, and then like.
0: And outers should be weak, except for when plates are up, which they still will be. Yep. Exactly. Um, rank changes. So, do you want to go through this one? Sure. Um. So, as far as rank
1: changes, um, they're doing a few things. Um, first off, narrowing the emerald tier. Um. So they basically talk about how um, the new emerald tier um, accomplished their goal of spreading out the ladder. Um, but they think that the range of skill levels within Emerald is currently a bit too wide, so they want to make Emerald smaller. Um, and they are doing that because it's, um, it should help to correct instances of players, um, who are Emerald and above receiving more LP per loss than LP per win, um, And then visible rank differences. So while promoting ranks was made easier in 2023, there weren't any adjustments to demotions, which led to some players having a much higher visible ranks than their actual MMR. So to correct this, demoting has been made a little easier to help avoid situations where a player could have a visible rank of platinum, but actually have a silver MMR. Additionally, we've also made adjustments to matchmaking so that the range of visible ranks within a lobby are tighter. Um, I think this is a good change.
0: um Yeah, agreed. For sure, this will fix. I know some people that have like. I mean, Colin, if he were here, I remember him saying that he was gaining like 19 and losing 30, some or maybe like it was even more extreme than that. So at that yeah, point, crazy. What's the point of playing ranked and. I mean, my flex was the opposite of that. I'd gain like 35 or something or 30 and then lose like, yeah, 15 or 20. I know Goose had it at one point where it was just as bad as Colin. um, Where it'd be, yeah, if you win two, lose one, you still are losing LP, which is wild. Yeah. And then the last thing is
1: modified LP gains. The LP gain increased to plus 25, minus 25 per game. That was introduced last year has done a good job of helping players move up or down of a division within a session. Um, But they've learned that this amount of LP isn't sustainable in Emerald and above, where the breadth of skill is higher. Due to this, LP gains at Emerald tier and above have been decreased to roughly plus minus 20 per game. Um... And then new player placements. This is a new thing. We've updated how new players are placed and ranked, which should place them closer to their appropriate skill level. Um,
0: so that means Smurfs get closer to their yep. rank way faster. Yeah,
1: I think all of this is really good changes, in my opinion. So I'm excited to try ranked yeah. with uh, with the new changes and see how they feel. But for just the script, Agreed. I wish there were a few things I wish they were a little more descriptive on in terms of like for some stuff um, but I mean overall I'm really happy with all these changes, and I think it'll help like you were talking about with discrepancies of uh, LP gains and stuff
0: like that. Um, so yeah. yeah I wish they were more specific too on like specifically the narrowing emerald tier thing. Does that mean that yeah. diamond is going to be grow is going to grow more or i mean i think it means that there should be more people below emerald is really what they're meaning i think so they want to kick out the people at the bottom of emerald and put them into uh, plat or wherever else they're going to be below emerald yeah i don't know uh, that's what i think but they don't really explain that i also would love to know exactly how they when they're saying someone of visible rank of platinum and they have a silver mmr well Tell us more about how MMR is calculated and if there are... Because there are changes to matchmaking. Tell us what those are. Like, Give us some of the math behind it.
1: Yeah, I mean... That's what I'd want to say. Um, yeah, I don't see... Like how many games that you had to lose at zero LP to go for that to happen? I guess I'm just trying to run that scenario. I think it was like four
0: day. or five now, maybe ten. It depends on how high your MMR was. Yeah, uh, I
1: think um, I do like the making demoting a little easier. Um, I I like I just think it's always better to have your visible rank be as close to your actual MMR as possible. Yep. So, yeah, anything to do that, great.
0: 100% agree. Um, Okay, so there's a few other changes, and then we're basically ready to wrap up because the rest of it is items. So, uh, there's a fist bump emote that if everybody... On your team uses at the same time then there's a collective big fist bump okay cool they've changed some of the music so now it's dynamic music uh based on location and what's happening and then music will evolve as new objectives spawn with there being a total of four evolution states neutral nothing spawn void grubs rift herald baron um there are also in-game quests we've gone over the new the in-game quests uh a couple podcasts ago so go check those out um there They're not changing anything to ARAM this patch. And uh, then they've announced there are also some uh, seasonal challenges to rank this year. So you get challenges for an event. You'll also get some for ranked the whole time. And those will be per split. Uh, So three sets of challenges since there's three splits. Um, A couple changes to spectator mode. The Summoner's Rift spectator delay was three minutes. Now it's two and a half. The ARAM spectator delay was three minutes. Now it's one minute. The TFT spectator delay is now 60 seconds. You can spectate. And Arena is also now spectatable, and it's 60 seconds. Um, Yeah, so... uh, That's... um, Those are those changes there. I mean, there's other stuff. There's skins and... uh, Mythic Shop changes, so... uh, Yeah, um... I guess there's a few bug fixes that we have to go through too because I noted some. Yeah. Um, and quality of life changes. Some of these are pretty big. So the I'll read through these quality of life um, on here. So trinket wards have been updated to display the same visual effects as control wards when placing them. This is intended to further clarify the range that the wards cover, especially with the terrain changes releasing this patch. Kiana R knockback duration has been increased slightly to reduce chances of R knockback not overlapping with wall stun. I imagine they mean like 0.05 seconds or something like that. But they should still give us the number on that. Um, Nico R knockup will no longer move enemies outside of the stun range. Shako's R clone will now mirror spell animations and recall visuals. The amount of time required for Jarvan to reactivate his ult to lower the wall has been reduced from 1 to 0.75 seconds uh silas's passive attacks are now single target for primary targets for the purposes of other systems for example this will let him proc pta or kill Yorick schools while his passive is available uh, i'm sure that's a huge deal to silas players uh and then there's a fixed a bug that caused dark harvest and heartsteel to reveal nico when she's disguised that's uh i remember those actually that's a problem um and then bug fixes. Those Some of those were bug fixes. Some of them weren't. I don't know why they grouped them that way, but Mordekaiser R will no longer bring a Kali Shroud through or with her through uh, into the Death Realm. They fixed a bug that caused Hui's EW to expire before reaching a moving target. Uh, this one was big. Fixed a bug that caused Spear of Shoujin's passive to apply to ultimate abilities. The one thing it's not supposed to apply to, it was applying to that. We don't know for how long they should have told us, but I imagine since the item came out, um, fixed a bug that sometimes caused Huy to cast a different spell than the one he input while move casting. So if you're sometimes you would get a different spell, that's a big problem. Uh, fixed a bug that caused Nico's W to scale with ultimate ability haste. I don't know if that's in addition uh, or if it's in substitution, but that's. Uh, that's changed back to what it's supposed to be with normal ability haste. And fixed a bug that sometimes caused Hecarim's E to critically strike with 0% crit strike chance. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I,
1: I yeah. like the one also fixed a bug that caused Viega's
0: R to be replaced with Hue's R upon possessing him. <laughs> oh, that one's good. So he couldn't transform away from Huey. Becomes Hui. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. There's a few other bug fixes, but nothing that we thought was important. Um, I think, but these skins that are coming out look very cool. Yeah. One last thing uh,
1: about the bug mm-hmm. fixes. Uh, I just think this is kind of funny that Kiana's WQ fast buffer no longer sends her key towards the zero 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 map coordinate.
0: <laughs> I think that's the bottom left of the map. Yeah. I just think that's hilarious. Like it just insta sends it there no matter what. <laughs> I have noticed that sometimes it goes in a random direction. So I bet I've done that because I play Kiana sometimes. If Man, imagined, I feel. imagine wish she got buffs. Yeah, I can
1: imagine that would just be so frustrating.
0: But it would be the new. Uh... It, I love. I, I hate a lot how it, it Kiana. I mean, if I harp on that for a second, yeah, this is her W Q. Ever since they got rid of um, the E Q and made changes so that it doesn't auto target, yes, it make, takes more skill, but it's a lot buggier. The Q is. About where it's going. Anyways, you were saying something.
1: Um, yeah, the new skins look freaking sick. I will say.
0: I yeah.
1: Think, um, the Rakon one looks good. Um,
0: the, the vein, vein looks, looks a lot like all of her others. It looks like Spirit Blossom to me. I
1: think it looks pretty good though. Like it, I think it looks like a combination of Spirit Blossom and Sentinel, to me.
0: Um. Oh, they're changing the way that uh Oh no, they're just releasing some chromas for the other Chinese skin, or some of the Chinese skin lines. The quirky one looks cool.
1: Fucking amazing.
0: Which one? The quirky one. Yeah, that's a cool chroma. Um for a kind of lackluster skin.
1: Yeah. That that skin's pretty pretty cool um
0: that jade dragon wukong that ruins it i don't like that chroma at all i think that
1: the talon one i don't like very much i mean it looks just that's just like generic it looks like it just looks like a lot of other talon skins in my opinion
0: it looks like uh talon um is at end game in an rpg and he upgraded his armor from silver to gold what was (laughs) that's all it is what was your comment about the wukong one Oh, the Wukong one, I hate it. It takes away the whole... Jade is supposed to be a green, rocky element. It's not green anymore. It's called Jade Dragon Wukong. It ruins it. Plus, then he looks basically like General Wukong was set on fire and recently put out, so it's no longer Volcanic Wukong. It's no longer General Wukong. It's semi-burnt General Wukong. It looks crap. <laughs> look, look at the skins on the wiki. Alright. You'll see what I mean. Okay. What do you think about Dragonfish, fist um, it's fine as a skin. This is is actually this chroma makes him look way more muscular. <laughs> <laughs> it just but. looks like movie star Lee Sin is what
1: that looks like to me. Yeah, like this Bruce looks Lee. like someone cosplaying
0: yeah. as Lee Sin outside the Chinese theater in Hollywood. Yes,
1: exactly, exactly. I mean, I think it's just yeah. kind of funny.
0: Yeah, um, but it'll change soon because they're in the process and they're getting pretty close to releasing uh the new visual update for lee sin i think the sona i don't know if this is was an existing skin or is this a new one Gucci was gucci has been out for probably this 10, change looks
1: years. i mean i think the overall the skin just looks really clean like all the textures on it look really good i think the chroma looks yeah, sick it's good um
0: Guchin was one of Guchin was released or Guchin I think it's Guchin. Uh, January tenth of twenty twelve. I remember I had a skin charge
1: for it. That's the other reason I mention it, but yeah, I mean I think it looks really clean. That one does especially. Um, yeah. Let's see what else. I don't know. Those are all the skins I think. But those
0: are all the skins. I think. Yeah, they're pretty cool.
1: I mean, I'm not a in player, but I think the in one looks pretty
0: sweet. I think that. It looks good in-game. The splash art, I don't like that much. Okay. I think,
1: and as far as the Chromas, the bottom right, I guess that's Obsidian, maybe? No, no, no. Of the Chroma? Yeah, the or co- of Cassadin? Yeah, of Cassadin, the bottom right one. I
0: think that one looks sick. I bet they'd call that Obsidian. Yeah. I don't know if obsidian is the top left one, though. It might be, or maybe like Scorched or something? I don't know.
1: Whatever it is, it looks fucking sick.
0: It does. The Rakan ones, I actually like the base Rakan of than any of them. In the normal Dragon Mancer, not the... I like
1: the base as well.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm a fan of the base. And not the... I don't know what the Prestige one will look like in-game. They don't show us that. Yeah. Um, the Vain one does look good, but it's like half... I'm not going to get it. Uh, yeah. Half Aristocrat and then half... I can see that. Uh, Spirit Blossom. Yeah. The Fiora one, it's okay. The Chromas all look way too similar.
1: To yeah, me. why does she have a
0: fucking eye patch? Does she have an eye I patch think in that? Kind of like or Arcana... I think it's kind of like Arcana. I think that's an eye patch or something. Because I think it's that's like uh, some of the Arcana skins that they have some of that. Like it takes over their eyes. I was I so good, Like what, what it is, it is like. this? Is fucking Samira? Fiora? <laughs> yeah. This is weird. The base skin is okay. I hate these Chromas though.
1: Yeah, I think the purple one's okay. Like the second from the right on the bottom row. But yeah, that one's. Okay, I like the base and the one.
0: The and yeah. the top right is okay. I think
1: the sword's cool on the base one.
0: Yeah, it's the best. The base one is definitely the best. I'd agree. But, okay. Yeah. So next time we have to just hit all the items. Yeah.
1: Fun. I'm excited for
0: that. I think we can do it all by then.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's a ton of
0: item stuff, um, and but we'll have some experience on the Rift um, to actually give some context what we're saying.
1: Yep, for sure. Gotta try out all the different items. I'm excited to just try a bunch of different stuff.
0: Yeah, same. I'm gonna first time items and ranked. You. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. Run. I'm not playing ranked for probably like three weeks or something.
1: Yeah, I'll just fill it out, see how I'm feeling. But definitely just experiment a little bit first.
0: Yeah. I play so many champions, though, that I need to learn what the new builds are for them and how the... Also, these new items are, like, these are major changes, so learning the context of when to buy specific items and when to buy others is... Compl- all my knowledge for that is completely shattered now, so I have to relearn all of that. Yep, for
1: sure. <laughs> it's exciting, though, Eric. It is exciting. It's not the same thing,
0: but I like the same. I don't like any change ever. <laughs> <I'm a Luddite. laughs> no change. Change is bad. Yep. Okay. Well. Um, yeah. I guess we'll wrap up eight thirty four here then. So uh, we have community nights every Tuesday, starting at seven fifteen Eastern Standard Time uh, or Eastern Daylight Time. Um, usually run for a few hours. It's a lot of fun. Uh, secondly, we have a Patreon, So please check that out. If you like the content that we create and want to support us, anything that you are willing to, uh, part with is appreciated. Um, lastly, if you have any feedback for us, leave it in the feedback thread of the discord server. Uh, if you don't know where the discord server is, you can go to our website, Trinity force podcast or Trinity force network.com. Um, Let me see. Let me make sure that I got, yeah, trinityforcenetwork.com. And then if you have any feedback for us as well, uh, that you don't want to write in the discord, you want to email it to us directly, you can do that. Uh, Email us uh, at the email address, questions at trinityforcenetwork.com. And we will see it and I will respond to it or we will respond to it live on the show. So um, episode 834 in the books, we got all the items next week. We're excited. Thanks for listening See you later, everybody. See
1: you next time.
0: Thanks for listening to our product and being a member of the Trinity Force Network community. If you have a moment, please head over to iTunes and give your favorite show a comment and a rating. If you're so inclined, you can check out all of the other great shows in the network. We've got a wide variety of content from League of Legends to general gaming and role-playing podcasts. If you'd like to follow us on social media, we can be found in Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit under T-Force Network. We've also got a Patreon under that name, where you can support your favorite shows with a small donation each month. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you continue to enjoy all of our podcasts, videos, and the community that we provide. provided.